Yo, 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 what's good? It's your boy South 706 Committee Podcast. You got your boy Dolphin Savage and Young MA Mike from uh, representing them Gators. What's good, y'all? What's good? What's good? What's good? Uh, it's finally good to be back in the mix. Speaking of the Gators, a uh, shout out to El Breezy 904 for releasing me from my three year ban. I can now go for my team. So, chomp, chomp, go Gators. What up, y'all? It's Mike. Go Gators. And shout out to uh, Bad Internet L for not making it to the committee studios on time to record. We're very disgusted in your absence. Uh, it'll be reflected in your pay. So, you know, just know that we're going to have a meeting about this at a later time. All that aside, shout out to everybody who listens to the podcast, everybody who supports us on iTunes, SoundCloud. Make sure you like, rate, subscribe to iTunes, leave a comment. Good or bad, if you got any suggestions or want to jump on the podcast, let us know. So we're going to jump right into it. I'm actually watching the BET Awards in the background. Uh, Miss Lala was looking like, uh, she was looking very blessed on stage, you know, looking very blessed. I know uh, Carmela Anthony's price were very bitter, very upset, but, you know, can't be out in these streets I'm looking right. I'm pretty sure it's not, but it's $126 million contract, but okay. You might be right. Okay, there's somebody on stage with a Stone Cold Steve Austin vest. I think it's uh, Post Malone. But yeah, he's looking mad, dutty on stage. And kick right into it with the worst tweet of the week. What you got for us, South Breeze? Yeah, let me pull this up. Let me pull this up. Here we go. So, you know, in order to be fair and balanced, we're going to spread the love around. This week's worst tweet of the week is going to go to our very own uh, Marcus underscore Sniffles. Which doesn't surprise me. <clears throat> yes. Ahead. He made a very blasphemous statement and that we will have a meeting about at the committee studios at a later time when he's available. He said, and I quote, I'm done saying Beyonce is better than Michael Jackson. Fuck it, Bruno Mars is better than Michael Jackson. It's time. You know, I'm, I'm debating blocking a, a member of my own podcast because of the <laughs> blasphemous, blasphemous statements he is making about the GOAT, Michael Jackson. It's unacceptable, and he is the worst tree of the week. Please let him know that his, his opinions are trash and nobody uh, respects them. So, God remember bless. Remember, he's Marcus underscore Sniffles. It doesn't surprise me. He's a little attention whore. It happens. Mm. Um, I just got one thing to say. If any of y'all want his position, right after we have this meeting with him, we have open elections. We have open spots <laughs> on the podcast because he is ridiculous. So if y'all want to be on the podcast, you want to take Marcus Sniffles' place. Oh, wow. He just tweeted me back, too. <laughs> hey, man. You know, we're having some dissension in the ranks. You know, we need to have a powwow. It's getting out of control out here. I don't, I don't know if any of y'all are big fans of the TV show Power on. Uh, damn, I don't even know what network it's on. Anyways, a uh, 50 Cent show Power is pretty good. Uh, the new season is about to be lit. Any of y'all watch it? No, I actually don't watch Power. I think it's on Stars. And I think Stars. I just hopped on the bandwagon a little bit too late. I have all of season one. Like I had a iTunes gift card and I bought all of season one. I don't think I made it through episode three. It was just a lot. I'm very uh, distracted anyway. I have way too much shows, and I need to be doing other more productive things in my life, like being on the podcast more often, so I haven't really gotten mm. into power. But how do y'all feel about that? I'm another person who I, I do hop on bandwagons late. I just now got caught up on Game of Thorns. So uh, and Thrones. Let's, let's not be disrespectful. Thrones, whatever. I'm, my bad. But anyway, so... You know, I, I plan on getting into power soon, as uh, soon as I get uh, my connections back up. So 
I don't know about y'all, but there's oh wow, is that Julio Jones? Wow, Julio Jones at the BT Awards. It's lit. All right. Wow. He's a loser in the Super Bowl. I mean, it happens. Yeah. I'll edit that out. <laughs> in New Jersey, they just uh, they just proposed a new bill. Moving on, they proposed a new bill that is going to start teaching kids as young as kindergartners how to interact with the police. How do y'all feel about that? I don't know. I think there's two sides to it. Is it a conversation that needs to happen, especially in minority communities from the time that you're very small, certainly? Um, is it, I mean, stemming from that, is it going to help? Maybe not. I'm sure Tamir Rice's parents had that discussion with him, or Trayvon Martin's parents had that discussion with him, or Michael Brown's parents had that discussion with him. And all three of them were unarmed, and all three of them are dead. I think it's good to sort of get that information from the source. And I don't know who's going to be teaching that class. And I, if it's going to be like cops coming in and teaching them. But then on the other hand, if I haven't had a positive interaction or my community hasn't had a positive interaction with the cops, I don't want the cops to tell me how to interact with them because I'm not sure how forthcoming they're going to be on this is how you're, you're, you should interact with me. Who knows? They might be telling me a lie. They may be like, keep your hands at tenant two. What if I have my hands at like, what is it, three and three and nine? And I get shot for that. I don't know. I can see where it's going to be helpful, but the implementation, I think that's going to be really important. Well, what it's saying is the bill is mandating school districts to start teaching kids how to talk to law enforcement. So it's the hmm. schools that are going to be teaching this. It's going to start. <laughs> The same 20. schools that teach us American history. Okay. Mm, yeah. I know how they. Work, I know exactly they how work they release, a, a work release program apparently now. According I know to some exactly how they can do this. All you gotta do is put roots on and and watch Toby, and that's how you should talk to the police. If you guys <laughs> have never seen Roots, check out Roots. You're gonna get your ass whipped. Change your name from Kunta Kente to Toby. Yes, Amasa. What would you like to do, officer? I'll give you whatever you need, sir. Come on, boss man. That's how you should talk to him. <laughs> well, to, to argue the other side of this, I could see where maybe, damn, like I don't even think I play devil's advocate on this. I could say that maybe knowledge is power. I think maybe what would be better is understanding more at a younger age that, hey, I don't know, the cops have a dangerous job, but I mean, that's the job they signed up for. Like, you know it's dangerous when you, when you go to the academy or fill out the application. So uh, I can't argue the other side. I'm sorry. I, if somebody else listening can, can give me a better angle how to argue the side for this, it's not, the, it's not the, the kid's job to make sure the cops interact with people. The kids aren't getting a check saying, oh, you know, we, we had 10 positive interactions with the police where we're making things better. Like, that's y'all's job. Y'all figure it out. Man, y'all have more training. Teachers already have enough things to deal with, and now they got to worry about doing your job on teaching kids how to deal with the police to hopefully try not to get shot. And, and one last thing on that is it's cool, like, hey, we teach these kids how to do everything right. For the most part, like you said, people are doing the right things and still end up getting shot or beat up or arrested. So I, I, it seems kind of asinine, in my, in my opinion. Yo. I don't think I need any lessons on how to deal with police officers. I mean, I've had guns drawn on me multiple times, been to jail three times. It is what it is. They're assholes for the most part, but not all of them are bad. Yeah, by no means is this like, you know, hey, we're bashing the cops. It's more or less the system that is in charge of the cops that comes up with these ridiculous ideas or legislations. Like, who voted this? Like, 
did you think this was going to be the thing that's going to stop cops from killing black people? It's not going to work. Like that's, that's not it. I feel like this is going to be another, uh, another vessel to say, Oh, you know, well, we, we tried to teach them at a young age how not to get shot by the police and they still did it. Well, okay. Well, people still abide by the rules and it doesn't change anything until they change the system, how cops are trained or how things are done at that level or how they even select cops. Then it's, it's not really going to change. And for me, just speaking of the bill, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to parlay that right into the next topic and skip over what we had. But if you're able to see a video like the Philando Castile video that was released this past week, even if you do do the right thing, obey the cops, it still doesn't mean that you're not going to get killed. Like when I saw the video. In front of your girlfriend, in front of your kid. Yeah, it, it literally was three seconds after he said, hey, I have a gun trying to get you the ID. Stop, stop, stop. It just starts firing. I'm like, what the hell? That fast. So even if you do the right thing, you still might get shot. So what, what can you really do? You, I think they should take that bill and try to teach cops how to deal with other cultures because like we've had this conversation before you might have a military person from some part of texas or some part of alabama where it's only white people now you're shipped over to an area where there's black people you've only seen black people on tv so you think we're all thugs and gangbangers and so automatically you're immediately afraid to approach black people and you just don't know how to handle it. So to me, you should you should bring that course, not just black people, brown people as well. You should bring that course to, to the cops, bring it to the other side to where they can calm down a little bit and feel more secure. But what are you guys' thoughts on that? And, and of course, the Philando Castile tragedy. So I haven't even watched the Philando Castile video. I don't think I've watched any of the videos that have come out. I think the last... I mean, if you can mark a period when you're like, this is my awakening, this is when I have become woke. It was Michael Brown, I think. It was right around my birthday a few years ago. And I was like devastated, triggered after that. And after that, I really don't play with too much videos and what have you, but I definitely agree with you. I would love to see them take that money that they're using on this bill to educate students and have them educate cops. Because I for the life of me, maybe because I'm African-American or Caribbean-American myself, I do not understand why after so many generations, white people or police officers or white police officers, however you want to frame it or make it intersectional, why they see minorities as so dangerous, especially when we're doing the same things that they told us to do sort of don't raise your voice comply don't make any sudden movements keep your hands on the steering wheel you know make eye contact don't act none of that has ever worked so i would love to see them get more education and on another another but a similarly related note after y'all check out roots listen to krs1 sound of the police i think that song First of all, it's a great song. Love KRS-One. Number yeah. two, I think it gives a little bit of background and some historical information on officers and sort of their role in the past to what it is now. Officer versus the overseer, 
when you were working on a plantation. It's a really dope song. And I think it helped me to understand, yo, their role from the beginning was never anything to protect everyone. It was to protect the master and the master's land and the master's assets. I think it's, it might be Audre Lorde. She has this quote. Y'all know what? I'm going to find it so I can give it to y'all. So it's straight. Yeah. Give me a minute. While you're doing that, just, just another a quick thing about this. So again, as a, a, a licensed legal carrier of a weapon, he did everything that he's supposed to do. One other disturbing thing that, that again, drives the divide in this country or between different races, groups of people is you have the NRA who champions guns and want people to have guns and weapons. Well, you have a, a, a legal gun carrying member I don't know if he's a member of NRA, but you have a person in this country legally carrying a gun, doing everything he's supposed to, and he's gunned down, and there has not been, as of today, a statement from the NRA on this incident. So it makes you what wonder, like, well, again, like, had it been, let's say, Brandon, who this happened to, then this might be a national tragedy, the NRA might be wilded out, like, and this is why it makes me think, like, hey, are they really... Really, is it really about the NRA? Like, do they really care about those rights or do they care about those rights for guns for certain people? Because he clearly was a, a legal gun holding citizen and was gunned down. So, what is this? This this looks bad on the rest of the other citizens who hold guns. So, they, they, I feel they need to make a statement because this is one of their people, allegedly, right? He's, he's a gun carrier, right? He's doing what he's supposed to be doing and he's still gets the NRA, they, they support white people, so crack us. So, it is what it is. The views of a softest savage do not represent uh, myself or my employers. But, I mean, you could argue that that would make you think that because, hey, this person is, quote, unquote, down with y'all's cause. He's one of the people that are carrying a weapon that give y'all a platform, right? And, and what happens to him? Gets gunned down and y'all don't, y'all don't have, y'all don't make a peep? Y'all don't have nothing y'all can say? Y'all can't even send out a tweet? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. No, of course not. But if that was um, Trevor or Cooper, then they would have a, a, a problem. Yeah, don't make sense, man. But you know, hey, man, America's great, man. Lemon the free, home of the brave. Unless you're black. But w- one more thing with the cops while, uh, while she's looking up that quote is, is another story, a couple of stories I saw where, yeah, there was a cop or whatever. And, you know, he was, I don't know, going to the scene of a crime or something like that. Anyways, he was identified as a cop. He was black. And they're like, hey, cool, you know, come over with us, blah, 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 blah. And then another uh, white cop pulls up to the scene and sees him and fires at him and shoots him. And his excuse was, oh, uh, I, I fear for my life. I know what's going on. I was like, bro, how do you just pull up to the scene and start busting your gun? Like, you didn't assess any situation. You didn't speak to anybody. You get out of the car and start shooting somebody. This has happened. I've seen two recent stories. This happened to uh, African-American officers. So I had one guy say, like, oh, people try to make everything racist and, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, all right, that's cool. It's not really a race thing. It's pretty cut and dry. Like, this happens seemingly to be one-sided. I've never heard of a story where a white officer is mistaken for a perp or shot by his fellow officers. It's always the other way around. Black people were automatically looked at as threats, weaponized, were, were aggressive, were thugs. So we don't get the benefit of the doubt. We're automatically a threat, which is a problem. Hey, y'all, I found that quote. It's, it is Audre Lorde. And the quote is, the master's tools will never dismantle the master's house. 
if you think about that on like a deeper level as like an officer as a tool of the master i mean even if you take it back to the root overseer as a tool of the master mm. never going to exactly they're never going to work against the interests of the master even though there's other interests at stake so what you have is two interests warring against each other it's almost like all lives matter versus black lives matter or these people who feel like they need to be protected against something that are people who aren't necessarily a threat but i don't think many officers or at least some i don't think they have the interests of the communities that they are out there to protect and serve at interest i definitely think there's other interests at stake. just just to wrap that one going up real quick i had a thought what would happen if every cop was black right every cop in america was black I wonder if all this stuff would slow down, would it still stop, would it happen more, happen less? I, I, I imagine, I feel that it would have to happen less, right? Because we would know these communities wouldn't be as threatened by these, by our people, you know, because we're raised in those areas, we know how, you know, some people act and react, and we won't see each other as threats, you know what I'm saying? So I just thought that'd be interesting, like, because I saw an article about somewhere in like Minnesota or Utah where they'd only have like one police shooting in a year. I'm like, that's cool, but what's the demographic of that area? Low African Americans, of course, not gonna be a lot of shootings because they only seem to shoot certain people. So I do have one more thing to say. Rest in peace, Charlena Lyles. She is an African American woman who was killed by the police sometime last week i believe she called for a break and enter into her home and that's that's out of control showed up pregnant woman her three kids and they shot her and killed her in front of her three kids yep but you know what i'm saying you know we gotta we gotta be colorblind out here you know we can't see color you know we just have to you know see people for for who they are and you know not their skin colors because that that really works so no rest in peace, God bless. So we'll move on to another lighter subject. Not quite lighter, because it still involves death. But definitely not. I mean, the, the emotions <laughs> and thoughts that it will evoke will be a bit lighter. So today is the eighth anniversary of the great one, the GOAT, Michael Jackson's death. Where were y'all when, when, he, uh, when y'all heard the news that he had passed? I remember I was working for a company, uh, ADT Security Services, when I got the news and I just remember there was like women, older women at the job that were crying. A lot of people were emotional. They actually had like, they cut the phones off and had like a bit of a moment of silence for him because it affected so many people um, of all nationalities. And that's actually a good thing that we segue that touching topic uh, that we just had with the cop issues. And then you have someone who is larger than life, such as a Michael Jackson, who passes away, who everybody mourns, or someone even like a prince off topic a little bit, who everyone can come together and mourn these people and forget about, hey, this person's this color, this person's that color. We all love that person. So yeah, I was at ADT and it it happened. And I remember, you know, for like two weeks straight, I was bumping nothing but Michael Jackson, just riding out, listening to PYT, 
you know, man, it was crazy. In my 1984 Buick Riviera, those were good times. But I was very sad and and, and emotional about his death. It's probably the second worst death of my lifetime. Of course, the worst would be when Tupac died. I actually cried when that happened. But, yeah, RIP, rest in power, Michael Jackson. Real quick, I don't know what Trey saw is about to have, like, an orgy on stage. I know just mad voluptuous guy carrying women came on stage so I don't, I don't know what's going on in the BT awards but the after party about to be lit all right myself i was kicking one of my homeboys shout out to jay free when he's getting something to eat and you know we had heard rumblings of him being rushed to the hospital and then the news dropped we was out, outside mob and just kicking it bumping some michael jackson is a uh, charger so and i'm a huge michael jackson fan it, it it did hit me hit me pretty hard but People like that with their their legendary status and their body of work and people like that never really, you know, die in our in our I guess in our memories. Like it every time you hear a song or his music come on, you feel like dang, he's he's still out there, you know, living through his music and his influence on the game, whether it be music, dance, choreography, all those things. So he's definitely held it down. I'm very distracted by Trace off and these women, I'm sorry. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. So when Michael Jackson died, I remember I was home for the summer from college and I was at home just on my couch, same thing, sort of you know, you heard the rumblings and I remember watching the press conference when his brother came in was like my brother the king of pop music has passed away. I think the thing that stuck out in my head the most was the effect that it had on me just as a fan of Michael Jackson. I remember YouTube was sort of on the come up then and I was just on YouTube watching all of his concerts, all of the music, because he has the most iconic music videos. But my mom, too, like, to see it throughout different generations, my mom was walking through the house singing Ben. Ben, the two of us. I was like, what are you doing? She was like, this is the Michael Jackson that I knew. So his legacy spans for generations. My grandmother could sing her favorite song. I could. My mom could. And I remember, I think it was the the weekend after, churches were, like, playing Man in the Mirror for Alta Call. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a little bit strange. My church personally <laughs> didn't do it. But I know there were some other churches that were like taking some Michael Jackson lyrics and revamping them for altar call. It's a good time to give your life to the Lord right after people die. But that's a different story for a different day. Mm-hmm. Now that's very interesting. So I'm going to give a uh, top, top, top of the dome. What are your top three Michael Jackson songs, uh, Dolphus? Oh, shoot. Top of the dome. I gotta go with PYT, and this is not in any type of order. PYT no, 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 thirty nine. No, okay, yeah, solo Michael Jackson songs, no Jackson Five. Oh, okay, well PYT, Dirty Diana, and Man in the Mirror. I'm gonna go with. I love Man in the Mirror. Like that's it's just, a that's a that's an interesting pick. Man in the Mirror. Is? Yeah, it is. How's that? In it? I mean, it just I, I like the way that it makes me feel about things because it's not like when you're. When you're trying to, because like I often rebuild myself, reinvent myself. I'm sort of like a chameleon. 
but not chameleonaire. Shout out to chameleonaire. But it's like when I'm like really down, I really need to think and I really need to pump myself up. Sometimes I'll just cut on man in the mirror and think of some of the changes that I need to make. And, and it's just, it's just such a great song. Oh, and remember the time too. Let me get four. So remember yeah, the time. Yeah, I'll so. give you three and a, and a bonus as a, yeah. a sleeper. Remember the time is though when that that's probably the dopest video I've ever seen at the time. So I gotta definitely give it to Remember the Time. Beautiful song as well. Mike, what you got? Dang, I feel like he just named some really good ones. I'm like, damn, this, like, I thought I had, like, a list picked out, but now I'm reconsidering my list. Off the top of my head, PYT is definitely up there, especially when I found out that I believe it's Janet Jackson doing, like, the call and response with him at that vamp at the end. I was like, oh, my God, this is so iconic. Why? Why? Because mm. Janet is a legend in her own, in her own right. Not yeah. Michael Status, but Janet is up there, man. Oh no, she got the bag from that billionaire. So shout out to her. She she got that got that pre <laughs> Got that baby in bag, bag or no bag. She <laughs> did her thing musically. Pyt beat it is actually one of my like favorites. Just like from the beginning when the beat comes in to when like mm-hmm. the guitar comes in, that one like it funks, it jams a little bit. And smooth criminal, I just. The song Ooh, is good, yeah. but the video, like the all white, the fight scene, the armband, everything about that video gives me life. Yeah, if, if you talk about the original video, that that's actually from memory. That's the first Michael Jackson song I remember as a kid because I think one of my older cousins had the movie that was came with it with the Panther yeah. in the alley and all that. Yeah, and it's another song that escapes me that was during that time. He was like stalking the oh the way you make me feel. That was another one that was really hot. But Smooth Criminal was probably like my all-time favorite up until my teenage years, easily. Okay. Those are a good selection. So my three, I'm gonna start off with because when I was young, I remember this was a very cool video to me. Even though with the video, it's still a pretty cool song. Uh Leave Me Alone. That's one of my one of my top three. I will also go with uh, can't help it off off the wall hmm. and then who's third one <sighs> I'm gonna have to go with I don't want to pick one y'all pick but y'all did pick like the ones that I kind of want to pick so <sighs> I'm, I'm still picking remember the time Cause when he at the end when he sta- when he's snapping at the end that's like my favorite part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and my my bonus one is gonna be off a a lot of people didn't listen to the CD. I got on the late his uh, posthumous album Escape. When was he dead? I think he was dead. R.I.P. Yeah, Escape. Uh, he has a song on there called uh, Slave to the Rhythm. That shit is so clean. So. If you haven't heard that, go check that out. Slave the Rhythm on the Escape album. So those are my top three and a plus. But with his greatness on the anniversary of his death, uh, as we talked about earlier, Marcus Sniffles is he's trying to get himself kicked off the podcast. With his uh, his takes are a little bit too hot, and they're and they're like I said, a little bit too disrespectful. So he's been on this uh, whole kick of blasphemy of Beyonce being better than Michael Jackson which I can't 
for the life of me understand where he's getting these thoughts from. You know, I don't know if he's on drugs or I don't know, he's dehydrated, one of the two, or if he's not living living his best life. I, I don't know where he gets this from. What are y'all's thoughts on this? Because I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not the biggest Beyonce fan, to be honest with you. I think I've heard one Beyonce album in my lifetime, which was Lemonade. I listened to it one time, and I was never compelled to listen to it again. So what are y'all's thoughts, man? Are y'all big Beyonce fans? or? Can I, can, if y'all don't mind, can I start this off? Hey, let, Go it, ahead. Let, let the hot takes okay. fly. It's not really a hot take, but to me, I would like to do like a tournament style thing on this because I kind of feel like if this was Mortal Kombat, Michael Jackson would be the final boss or whatever video game reference you want to use. He, he should be the final boss. So before you can even compare a, a, the likes of a Beyonce, you need to see if she's the best in her own generation. Is she? Can, can we have the debate of, is she really better than Rihanna? And I think that's a tough one. Some people say yes. There's a lot of people that say no. Mm, that's that's a very divided camp right there. I think you need to then, if she could beat her out, go to the 90s. Pull, I mean, because she's kind of popish, but she's R&B. Pull out a Mariah Carey. Pull out Whitney Houston. Is she better than both of those? And then when you can bring her beyond all that, then maybe you compare to Prince, then Michael Jackson. I, that's just the argument that I would like to make um, prior to going forward with a stance on Beyonce. But that was all I wanted to say uh, for now. So I'll turn the mic over to you guys. I'm interested in this uh, tournament style you're talking about. because and, But I think if we're doing tournament style, I feel like we got to have criteria. Because I think people try to, compare and people are comparing based on emotions and how you felt when you watched this and how you felt when you watched that and when you saw these numbers and those numbers but i feel like there has to be some sort of objective criteria i think at the end of it we need to be able to be like no for real you might feel like someone was the best but objectively there was a best and it was this person so i'm not a huge beyonce fan funny enough the only album I listened to from cover to cover was her first album, which I think was the most R&B album of all of them. And I was a really big into R&B. Then the albums in between, they got like really pop and they got really like hip hop. There was like a lot of different fusions. Like she was trying to find herself. Lemonade though, I kind of sort of like, if the beehive is like the United States of America, I might be like in Canada trying to come into the United States right now. Like I might have like some sort of reason to come to the United States to be in the beehive. I don't know. Lemon, lemonade did something for me. I mean, God bless. God bless. Well, what's your take? My thing is, all right, man. We'll definitely have to revisit this once Marcus is available from his sabbatical, wherever he's at. But <sighs> Michael Jackson's from Gary, Indiana, first and foremost. So he already gets more props from being from one of the most dangerous cities in the United States and making it out of there. <clears throat> Second of all, Michael Jackson had a video game, right? Cool. Does Beyonce have a video game? No. Strike two. Strike three. Michael Jackson had a movie. A terrible movie at that, but it had an iconic video. 
Last I heard, Beyonce's acting skills were <clears throat> questionable at best. And I've never seen a Beyonce movie, to be honest. Um, she was in Fighting Temptations. That was so never okay. seen it. Never. She was also in Obsessed. Me and my sister went to brunch today, and somebody was like, you know, her acting skills aren't the best. So it's funny that she would mention yeah. that. And the thing I hate, Obsessed is a movie that's like so many other, there's like so many other movies that's just like that. But it wasn't bad on her part, but yeah, I, I get you. I mean, my, oh. my whole thing with Beyonce is once again, I think that a lot of people get a lot of advantages because of the time that we live in. So when Michael Jackson was around, when he was at his hottest in the early 80s, we had computers, but they didn't even have the, the same. They, I don't even think they had internet. It, it might not have even been invented. I, I don't even think the game Snake was invented. Like, and to our new heads, this is going to just blow your mind. Like, uh, there was no such thing as Apple. It was just Macintosh. Uh, there were only computers were like HP and IBM, and it wasn't even HP. It was Hewlett Packard. Right, there's some apples on the stage with Chris Brown right now. Oh my God! I... Okay, can, can you please focus on the uh, task? No, I cannot. But <laughs> I just Chris he's always doing his thing. But I just like to me, I just feel like she hasn't reached the level in her career yet. And the other thing is, you got to think Michael Jackson's been around or been popular since the '60s. Um, yeah, really, yeah, think about that. Think about that. That's a long time to be popping. Like, that is a long yeah, time. Yeah, Not to just be popping, but to be that guy. Such a long time. It's going to take a while to... I mean, with it being so long, we're talking 50 years being popular, potentially, plus, it's going to take a while for Beyonce to build that type of catalog to truly be considered a greatest of all time. I think she's really good at what she does, and I can maybe even argue that she's the greatest female pop singer or female R&B singer, a performer of all time. But to me, there's only one person that can come close to Michael Jackson, and that's Prince. And I would only give edge to Prince because of the instrument play. Instrument, songwriting, all that stuff, that, oh, yeah. all, that, all that tips to scale to Prince. Now, let me, let me ask you this. Who, who, is, who is Beyonce influenced? Musically, that's a. I don't even think she's. Not that she's not old enough, but I think whoever she has influenced musically is still on a come up right now. <laughs> really, there's nobody out there that I was, that I could look at and be like, "Yo, that's definitely a Beyonce influence," or somebody who sticks out in my mind that I'm like, "Yo, this person is really good," and they were influenced by Beyonce. And I see where you're going with that. Because if you ask that question, like on the flip side, like who has Michael Jackson influenced? Uh, Chris Brown, who I'm watching right now on stage. <laughs> and I, I mean, Chris Brown is probably honestly like the D-list of the people who Michael Jackson has influenced, to be completely honest. Uh, Chris Brown gets some of these dudes out the paint with his dancing. Now, with his dancing, like, but... That's, that's what I mean, more or less. Okay. The whole child star model, you know, he started out, he didn't start out as young, but he started out young. I'll allow it. But yeah, that, that's one of my arguments. I understand you have to give her some time to cook, you know, let her age. But again, Michael Jackson was about to tour at like 50. You know what I'm saying? And it was going to be sold out. Like, if I could afford to go, I probably would have win. Can we, can we really honestly say Beyonce is going to be touring when she's 50? Is she going to be doing a single ladies dance when she's 50? 
is she gonna be doing uh, Crazy in Love, popping her ass when she's 50? Probably not. I mean, Hattie LaBelle's still out here kicking shoes off. I'm sure by then the technology and medical advancements, Beyonce could be out there (laughs) doing whatever she wants. I mean, she can, but will she though? You know what I'm saying? That that's my thing. Again, I understand it's one of the things we do need time to let cook a little bit, but uh, that that's again that that conversation should never be had. Like that's disrespectful, man. Michael Jackson is the goat, man. Like, no, man. I, I don't want to hear it. I'm not even here for it. I have another argument. I'm gonna wait as a rebuttal whenever he comes and speaks his nonsense whenever he's available, but. Nah, we're not. We're not having that. We're not having that slander on this podcast or on my timeline. So yeah, get your like, life I'm, together. I'm looking at it. He was active from 1964 on until his death. That yeah. that's a lot of years in the business. Yeah, and you can argue multiple levels of Michael Jackson is better than Beyonce. I you could argue Kid Michael Jackson better than Beyonce. Jackson Five Michael Jackson better than Beyonce. Black Michael Jackson better than Beyonce. White Michael Jackson better than Beyonce. Old Michael Jackson better than Beyonce. Like, come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Don't do it to yeah, yourself. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't get do the it to yourself. To, don't to do Beyonce it to yourself. in any way. It, it's no way that she has an edge. I believe when you can start to have this argument is if you give me 10 more years and four number one albums with multiple hits, then we can start to say, okay, yeah, she, she might be there. But that's even a lot. Bro, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't even think your hits are going to get it done. Michael Jackson, if I'm not mistaken, has one of the highest selling albums of all time. Of all time. I think the only album that's above that is uh, best, best of the Eagles' greatest hits or something like that, which I don't count because it's not a... It's not like a solo album. It's the greatest his album. So I just, I'm, I'm sure Beyonce does numbers, but she's not doing numbers like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't know. And then you got to think the game has changed. Back then, they were selling actual albums, A tracks, uh, CDs. I, now, that was even before CDs. So the game has changed from that to streaming. So she'll never do the numbers that he did. Oh, 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 one more thing, one more thing. Michael Jackson still is earning a lot more money than people, and he's dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's still earning millions of dollars, right? So let's, let's not discount that. This dude had a, he had a monkey. He had a pet monkey, all right? <laughs> Case closed. He had, a, he had a ranch. Case closed. Mm. It is what it is, man. R.I.P. MJ, but... I'm I'm ready to hear this these takes from Marcus because they're ridiculous. They're un, un, un they're they're, un, they're unfounded. Like they're silly, man. I'm not here for it. And this is just turned into a bash Marcus sniffles. But whatever, he's not going to disrespect Michael Michael Jackson in my presence or on this podcast. The line in the sand has been drawn, and it should be. But I don't see how he's gonna wiggle his way out of this one because that nah, that's not happening. Again, and I I haven't even fired off fired off my uh my trump card yet. I gotta wait and I gotta wait and cut. Yeah, yeah. That's uh Mike's president, Trump. So uh, <laughs> y'all are funny. Hey, you know what? No, let's keep this going. So what what are let's let's go music videos. What what is uh Beyonce's iconic music video? I 
Does crazy she... in love? Was it really that iconic? Was it really that iconic? Single ladies was a big hit. I'm not saying it was a big hit. I'm talking about music videos. The music video was good. I think that uh, Lemonade music video, that, that was pretty boss. I mean, but that that just happened, though. I mean, like, in, in her career as of now. The, the Lemonade, I mean, the, is the name of that song Lemonade? Wow, Michael Ann. Uh, I've heard I've heard it one time, so I, I can't I can't tell you. The video was still pretty badass. Like it was a lot of memes and stuff about it. It's pretty iconic. I heard busting out the windows and walking with the the braids in her That's hair. That's actually that. the whole. So she did, and, and just like you were saying, guess who was influenced by Michael Jackson, Beyonce? This Ugh. whole lemonade was like a whole similar to what he had done. I can't remember with what album, but the whole thing was it was like a mini movie for the. whole whole album i'm talking about the one song just one part of the video the whole dvd uh, story video whatever you would call it there's one of them that i thought was really good it's the first one that came out and i can't remember the name of it which okay let me ask you this and it's gonna be hard to tell but let's just guesstimate are people gonna be checking for a beyonce video in 30 years because Thriller came out in 1982, and that's still the video. That is the music video. You have people, you have like entire prisons learning the choreography for that for that video, for that song, Thriller. Are, yeah, I believe so. I think there's really? people in 30 years? still checking for, bruh, okay, like we're, we're not going to sit here and totally dismiss her work. Like she is an icon. I'm not saying she isn't. They'll check for certain music videos. There's levels of this. And I think one thing that that yourself and I can't relate to is because Beyonce is really a woman's woman, it may be harder for us to relate to her music, but there will still be Apparently it's not hard for Marcus Lewis, too. (laughs) Well, he's, you know. So you can't really. Could be a tambourine player, but, you know. Look at the flick of the wrist. No, nah, all, all I'm saying is, I'm not looking at it as a gender thing. I'm looking at it as greatness, right? And that's just one music video. Like you mentioned earlier, Smooth Criminal. How many of us have tried to, to do the iconic Michael Jackson leaning forward joint that is clearly fake? Yo. But we still all tried it, though. We know it's fake, and we still all tried it. You know what I'm saying? Like I still think on. it's real. Have you seen the patent for it? It's not fake. It's actually a thing. Yeah, there's like there's like a, he had on wooden shoes. There's like a nail in the ground. And yeah, it, which I mean, it it's definitely just not him defying gravity. But there's definitely a science, and I think even that is iconic. But here's my thing with now getting deeper into a comparison of anybody with Michael Jackson, at least anybody currently with Michael Jackson. I don't think anybody's going to be checking for music videos from 2010 and on. I mean, you have whole shows or whole networks that were based on shows for music videos where like the music video portion of that network is obliterated. I can't remember the last, like what was the, outside of Beyonce, what was the last music video that you watched that went with like a current album if they even make them still yo 
Michael Jackson yeah, right. could have like a music video for every song and that was something. The only person music video wise t- that I would even draw a comparison, I wouldn't even call it a comparison, but to be like, yo, in the next 20 years, I'd be checking for this person's music video still is Missy Elliott. That's probably about it. And, and dang, we didn't get to that, that part of it. Michael Jackson music, music videos. Oh, look, uh, that internet L pulled up to the studio. What's up? Hey, 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 hey. Late as hell. We did uh, slander you earlier in the podcast. Late but as you... hell, but that hair looking real good. Look at her. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. She, she on fleek? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Is she on fleek right now? Hold up. Where we at? Oh, no, nah, no. Nah, you got caught. All right. Yeah, so you came in on the part of the discussion of Michael Jackson versus Beyonce. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so what I was about to say was that when Michael Jackson's videos dropped, it was it was must-see TV. It was, you know, hey, we're all going to sit down and watch this video. This is going to be the talk of the, the town, talk of the nation, talk of the country. Again, I understand those were different times, different mm-hmm. times. But, again, she's not doing that, man. She's not on that level. Nobody's on wait, that level. Wait, wait. Oh, my God. Talk, talking to, talking to the mic. I just wanted to make a quick point. I, I, crazy in love what came out it came out almost 15 years ago so i mean you can you, you can say that hey there is a possibility that people will still be checking for her but that's still a really good song famous music video it was a lot going on i'm still sure in her catalog when she goes to perform that's still one of the major performances that she puts out. So we can't sit here and even single ladies, single ladies. Okay. Been well, out so, she's, so she's going to have Jay-Z come on stage. And he's like 75 and do his verse or like, they could just play his, they could just play his. Verse. Why is there so much shade going on? It's not shade. I'm just saying Michael Jackson stands on his own two feet. He didn't have. No, but because he's able to. Think about this. Think about this. Think about this. Think about this. The only reason I like that song is because Jay-Z was on it. So take the equivalent. So you have Michael Jackson to say the best rapper or R&B singer his era on the song with him. No, he's still alone by himself. I'm sorry. I okay. To compare Beyonce. Yo, speak into the mic, bro. Like he was. I can hear it perfectly well. Look, I'm looking at our. I'm looking at our high quality studio board and the the levels (laughs) are where they where they should be. You know, trying to give us a quality product. But continue. Okay. So. God bless. I really feel like, I don't know if we should really compare the two just yet, but the fact that you're trying to make it seem as though Beyonce is like insignificant, that's not even fair. Beyonce I had I a never sold said that. Out, I never said that. That's you're making it seem. Beyonce had a sold out tour, which I and my girls attended, and it was like old freaking songs. She hadn't even released anything new yet, but she still sold out and got my rent money. Look at the feelings. Ooh, the feelings are evident. But that goes to my point earlier. Like I said, if you're a woman that can relate to that music, it, it doesn't matter. Like with me, okay, I'm like, I'll give an example. Um, I was riding with my um, significant other slash woman, future baby mama wife, the other day. Okay. And I, I went into some restaurant or something to grab some food. And I come back, I left my phone in there, which was kind of a mistake. She went in there, went on my uh, Apple Music and was playing Beyonce. And I came back 
And I listened to it for a few minutes. It was like Love on Top or On Top, something like that, like some remix. And I was like, okay, this is pretty cool, but I still cut it off because, you know, I don't really want to be listening to <laughs> you know I, mean, I just don't you know listen what? to Beyonce. He's a, liar. He's like a that. liar. I spoke to him early. He said he cut it off immediately. Oh, he's trying to lie for the podcast. You said you cut that joke off immediately. <laughs> I cut it off. I mean, I got back in the car and I did let it play for a few seconds, like enough to hear the beat. And then I cut it off because I didn't want to just, hey, man, cut the shit off now. I didn't want to do that. But, you know. Well, well why is that? Because I can't relate to her music, and that's what I'm trying to convey to South Breeze. Like, maybe I can't relate to Tupac, but I love Tupac's music. I can't relate to Jay Z. I love his music. I can't really relate to Michael Jackson. I love his music, so it's it's not about. But they're all men. Beyonce is a woman who sings about heartbreak. We know how you feel about the mushy stuff. You're not into it. Yeah, I, I do think that her music, like I said before, you can't directly compare her to Michael Jackson. But don't whoosh her off like she's just a nothing nobody. I mean, she's had some classic songs. Again, I'm if, not saying she's a nobody, if, but if we're you, comparing her. To, we're you can comparing go back and up some why, of those Destiny Child songs. Because Marcus Sniffles has this crusade that Beyonce is better than Michael Jackson. Even when as far as to say that Bruno... Beyonce is boring and he wouldn't have a pretend dinner with her. Like, stop. He that has that, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. He, he also, he also, he all, yes, because he also went to say that Bruno Mars is better than Michael Jackson. Whoa. <laughs> so, exactly. Whoa. <laughs> that's, that's a like I said, he I might be reaching Bruno for Mars. attention. Whoa. Yeah, so. He might be reaching for attention. But like I said, you can't <laughs> just dismiss Beyonce like she isn't. Beyonce is probably, if you want to just think of our generation, I'm assuming everybody here is at least 25 and up. Mm-hmm. If you're going to say greatest performer of our generation, you can damn sure make an argument for Beyonce. And that's including, especially if you pull in the catalog from Destiny's Child, which she is by far the leader of that group. Well, duh. And she also wrote songs. I don't know about writing songs yeah, because my favorite songs. artist, The Dream, writes music for her. He does. But, you know, he shout does. out to The Dream. Except his terrible last album. But shout hey, out. Don't, hey, hey, we don't want to get in this discussion. Like that's my favorite artist. You need to chill. He's only good with everybody else except himself. Okay, that's a lie. So I know you've never listened to a Dream album by making that outlandish statement. Which one you listen to? I don't know the name. It's like old. So okay, yeah. So yeah, don't yeah. You're as blasphemous <laughs> as Marcus Sniffles with that foolishness. We will not have any dreams. Is he even? In, is he here? No, nah, he's out doing meth or something like that. I don't know. He's no, going. he's not. He lives through me. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so Jeez. y'all are reliving uh, ghosts. Is that what y'all? Doing? <laughs> y'all are making pottery. He's hey, behind his, your hey, back. His career has whoa, been whoa, ghost whoa. lately. I'm gonna keep it going. <laughs> Okay, so but like I, mean, I said, I just don't—I don't want you to get in trouble because I know the Bayhive attacks. I don't want you to get us in trouble by saying outlandish stuff about the Queen, Beyonce, Beyonce. Again, this is not any disrespect. I'm just saying you can't. Nah, like like I said earlier, you can't compare the two because you're looking at a guy that was performing since 1964. Versus someone that's been out since what probably 98, 
97, she was in like a No Limit video or something with Soak the Shocker. All I'm, I'm, all I'm trying to say is, all I'm trying to illustrate is, Beyonce is a, uh, she's a Corvette. It's a great car. Nice. Oh my gosh, really? Who's great leather interior. Lots of, lots of horsepower. Decent price. But you're trying to compare her to Michael Michael Jackson, who's a Bugatti, like a million dollar handmade car. Beyonce is definitely more than a fucking Corvette. Are you serious? Okay, yeah, I'll at least give her a Ferrari. Come right, on, she's, man. She's a Bentley Flying Spur. There we go. She's a Bentley. You know, very beautiful car, elite, top of the line. You're not bang. A lot of cars aren't bang with her, but she's not. She's not a Bugatti, man. She's but not like done. I said, she's we can't also sit here and act. She's also not done yet. Yeah, how that, much she's accomplished. That was what I said too. I mean, she could easily give us three or four more albums in a ten-year span if they're all number ones. And to me, you have to start to make that argument: like, is she the goat? Period. Because she would have been out <clears throat> for possibly. I mean, she's been out almost twenty years with Destiny Child included. Yeah. So, well, I mean, if you're at 30... But what's the line of demarcation? Are we counting Destiny's Child? Because if that's the case, then we have to count Michael Jackson with Jackson 5, which, there's, well, again, there's no comparison. If, if I'm counting 1964, then we are including Michael Jackson's and the Jackson 5. And honestly, I may be in the unpopular category, but you know what? I'd probably take Destiny's Child over to Jackson 5. Yeah, you're, you're about to get banned from the podcast. Also. <laughs> I'm just saying, are they not? They had a lot of number one I hits. I was listening to Destiny's Child earlier today driving, and I can say I was not listening to the Jackson 5 today. Because you're a loser. What Jackson? No. What what, wow. Destiny's, what Destiny's Child song is better than Dancing Machine? Dancing Machine is not even a hot song. That's just you your crazy. personal opinion. Can you pay my bills? Can you play my Come on. Okay. Can you pay these bills? Don't I'm just you saying, you can start to make an argument in 10 years, let her get a few more albums out, num- and you know they'll be number one no matter what. Then There's you can start making thing. Michael Jackson, with the whole different era and all of that, that has to be taken into account. Our times are different now, one. And two, he had like... How many people did not like the Jackson 5 and everything? Because if you think about it, back in the 60s and segregation, and everything was still different. But yet, his through their music and his music as he became a solo artist, I don't want to say that was the only thing that united everybody or quote-unquote united everybody, but it definitely made a difference. And it definitely kind of integrated the community so somewhat, at least through music, so to speak, right? Well, I'm from Mississippi. His albums didn't integrate shit, but okay. <laughs> okay, well, th- that's another argument towards Michael Jackson because... Now in these days, but that's also because mm-hmm. it goes back to the different time period. White people yeah. weren't well, checking no, no. for Jackson Five though; like they just weren't. That's weren't they on that's American that's Bandstand? yeah, that's debatable, bro. They're all American bandstand. They was getting all the white views. Yeah, man, whatever. But no, no, like no, I said, no, though, what I'm gonna say is that's an argument towards Michael Jackson because with these ties now, Beyonce's area with social media, Facebook, all that stuff, she can reach more people worldwide. Michael Jackson was doing this reaching people overseas, stuff like that, without Twitter, without Facebook, without, uh, you know, Insta, Insta yeah, Snaps, but, all but that Beyonce stuff. Yeah, Beyonce is also doing things within the community that she doesn't have to post. And she also is making a difference. We're not talking about that. I'm talking about as far as his fan reach, as far as people, him being a popular worldwide. Bro, I saw a Michael Jackson commercial of him in Mexico, dog, like, with Mexican kids pop-locking and stuff like that. Like, come on, man. Come on. And you don't think Beyonce can't do that? Not on that level. 
No. I, absolutely, I she can. There's a difference between can't and hasn't yet. Okay. Has she moonwalked? Did she moonwalk? <laughs> she doesn't have to. Sure have okay. you seen her in concert? Are you kidding me? Nope. Don't have to. That woman is just like from out of this world. I don't know. I yeah, I, I've actually her. heard Beyonce is probably one of the best performers of all. You yes. know, like she's she's up. She's out of this world. That's the great. Precision. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson is in another universe. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You just, you're not even trying to see the other side. Yeah, I think there is a little bit of a bias because, you know, we know you're, that's just like we try to make a Luther Vandross argument. You're going to side with him because that's your boy. You versus who? Versus whoever. R. Kelly. You side with him. I would pick mm. I only because I haven't heard all of Barry White's music. I still pick Luther. Uh, R. Kelly, I'd probably go R. Kelly over Luther Vandross. Bro, wow. if you listen to R. Kelly's greatest hits. Well, so, I mean, I know, I know me. Bruh. I'm shocked that you wouldn't go with Luther Vandross. <laughs> no, no, I, I I mean when I first met you, you listened to stuff like that. You listened to Stevie Wonder. We were all listening to trap music. You were listening to Michael Jackson. We were listening to nasty music. Like you're just a different type of guy. For making weird statements such as Bruno Mars is better than Michael Jackson, he's a weird guy. I mean, oh, oh shit, my bad. Oh, I, I thought you were one. <laughs> I thought you were one. What do you mean? Oh shoot! <laughs> oh, you dropped the ball. Trade secrets. Good thing I didn't oh, ask the editor. Y'all say my last name all the damn time. Look, ain't nobody checking for you. We good. Your DMs are empty. I Look, need to keep my job. The DMs are dry, all right? The DMs are dry. <laughs> we'll be fine. But, I mean, just to wrap that up, what are y'all's final thoughts? I know we could talk. I could talk about this all day. I'm, I'm not I'm not bending. I'm not bending on my position on the GOAT, Michael Jackson. So, Mike, what's your what's your thoughts, final thoughts? I don't know. I, I think I'm ending the conversation the same way I started it. It's sort of in the middle. They are both great performers in their own rights, but we need some objective criteria. And I think we got to let Beyonce have a little bit of time to simmer, to cook, to see if she can have that same sort of longevity as Mike, and then we could come back to the table. But for right now, Mike got it. Mr. Savage. All right, Mr. Savage. Two Beyonce songs. If I were a boy, Halo. If I had a top twenty-five, they they're going on a top twenty-five. I think that Beyonce has the opportunity to start to gain ground on Michael Jackson overall. I do believe, from a future perspective, she is going to go down as possibly the greatest R and B singer of all time. First thing before I can compare her to Michael Jackson, I want to know. Is she is she that much better than Rihanna? Because there are some people that like what? Rihanna a little better. There is some people that like Rihanna a little bit better. And Rihanna may need a little bit more time to cook, too, because she can easily surpass her. But as of right now, it's too soon to make the comparison. The only person I'm comparing to Michael Jackson is Prince. And when Doves cried, that video, that song, and the movie that went along with it, Purple Rain, Prince is the greatest of all time. Savage no. out. Now back to back to well, they're not out yet. Can we close out? But well, I said savage out, so I'm out. Okay, well, you're out, really? Well, you're I mean, out. I just wasn't going to talk no more until the end. 
Oh, whatever. Yeah, real quick. Uh, yeah, between Beyonce and Rihanna, if I had to choose one of those uh, God-fearing women to send with, I'm picking Rihanna. But uh, Michael Ann, what you got? Between Beyonce and Rihanna. Oh, yeah, we are. Did you? Never mind. Damn, is it me? Damn, it is on me. Yeah, we yeah. already know my stats. But I mean, I'm we could give uh, Michael, Michael, uh, Mike the opportunity for Beyonce and Rihanna. I was like, we still, we're, nah, we're not this conversation could go all night. We introducing like new variables into the equation. The fact that it's yeah. a person versus Beyonce. Look, I was talking about sinning. All right. Beyonce, I feel like you already know who wins that, that battle. You're trying to get all these other people who are great artists to compete with Beyonce. The fact that she's even thought of to be Beyonce versus Michael Jackson, I feel like that says a lot. That's the only one person though who's delusional and maybe on drugs. But you, you know my stance. I'm picking Michael Jackson. That's all I got. We're gonna wrap this up because I'm sick of talking about this, making my blood boil. We're actually gonna have a you know a part two to let Marcus Sniffles uh you know plead his case. <laughs> But y'all got any shout outs? I know L, she always just cut off before she does a shout out. So we we shout out today. Oh, today, um, I don't really have a huge shout out. You can skip me. That's because your DMs are dry. So there's no <laughs> shout out. Uh, I'm sure they're not, but okay. So I'm, I'm pretty so sure they are. Mike, what you got? Uh, I want to shout out my little brother. I'm actually going to visit him next week. And the, the podcast. Well, I'm gonna tell him to listen just, today because no, I just shouted no him out. Yes, no shout out. Who else? I don't have nobody else to shout. Well, shout out to my little sister who also doesn't listen to the podcast, but I'm gonna tell both of them to listen to it. Well, she'll get a shout out because her Instagram is apparently popping. So all the time, my God. Yeah, well, we're gonna definitely get her on the podcast, Mr. Savage. Um, thanks everybody for tuning in to the committee page. I want to give a shout out to Brian Witt. Uh, thank you for com- constantly coming in with uh, new content. Um, shout out to Chuck the Decoy as usual. I want to go ahead and give a special shout out to my father who did post um, the other day. I shared it. I want to give a shout out to Adria Elizabeth who won the um, the women's part of the $100. Thanks mm-hmm. for sharing my dad's post because uh, my dad does need a kidney. He is very sick. So I want to give a shout out to him, the original AC Coleman. Um, but of course, I'm the original Savage and I'm out. Oh, and shout out to me. Shout out to you. I remember a shout out. Yes. I have somebody now. Go ahead. <laughs> shout out Make to it. Craig. Um, he was the only person out of all the times that I repost our show. He's the only person who actually went and did it on his own. So shout out to Craig. I know he has his own podcast, Riot. Oh, yeah. I started listening to on. it. I definitely yeah. want to uh, have him on. So shout out to you, Craig. Shout out to Craig. He's cool people. So yeah, shout out to him. I really yeah, appreciate he's it. He's got some interesting posts. Uh, he actually posted today about, or he shared a post about Pokemon cards and how they're worth like a gazillion dollars right now. And I'm very sad because I had some of those Pokemon cards and I could have mm-hmm. a gazillion dollars and I'm a <laughs> boy. Lost. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're struggling right now. But shout out to him. <laughs> definitely want to get him on. He's in Cali, so you know we might have to fly him out to the committee studios. You know, get it popping. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You got it. So, <laughs> hey man, jump on that Greyhound. But yeah, shout out to everybody else who's listening <laughs> to the podcast. For whatever reason, I, I think there's an issue with, with iTunes. So try to comment and rate and subscribe. Maybe you have to be uh, subscribed to the podcast or logged into iTunes or something like that. But if not, if you're on SoundCloud, comment, rate, subscribe, so we can uh, 
you know, improve, you know, the next contest we want to do is going to be based, I want it to be based on iTunes comments, but if the comments aren't going through, then I can't do that. But I won't know if y'all don't give us any feedback. So if you're in the committee lounge, let us know what's going on. Uh, shout out to, uh, like I said, Chuck Decoy, shout out to Getting Wavy Podcast, you can have them back on. Shout out to Reduce Lunch, Pod- Reduce Lunch Podcast, represent Duval County, Jacksonville. We're actually going to have a couple of them guys on here soon. And uh, shout out to everybody who's uh, doing the thing being positive, you know, and that's pretty much all I got. Oh, actually, you know what? Shout out to, not shout out, reverse shout out to Marcus Sniffles for getting half of the episode that me, him, and Bad Internet L did the other day for playing music in the background and YouTube uh, <laughs> pulled it off. So shout out to him for wasting, oh, shout out to him for wasting all of our time. That was, that was a good one. It was a good episode, and but the world will never know unless I can somehow recover it, so. Yeah, uh, shout out to him for having the wild copyright infringements. We don't want no problems with TDE. So, uh, yeah, we definitely pulled that down. So, <laughs> but, uh, this is the committee podcast. <laughs> this is the committee podcast. We out. Peace. All right.